0: Hey, what's up you guys? Welcome to my podcast, The Stranger Sessions. I'm Angel the Stranger. And today we are going to be going over a bunch of books that are my favorite, uh, fictional and non-fictional. So if you're interested in some recommendations, stick around. So before we start, um, I just wanted to let you guys know that just like everything else in this entire world, these all depend on on your convictions. So if you don't agree with something, that's totally fine. I'm not saying that I agree with every single thing in all of these books. These are just some of my favorite books that I've found to either be very informational in life or just simply really good reads just for entertainment. So uh, we're going to start off with um, non-fictional books that are just, that I read for wisdom and guidance in life in general. And i I've probably already told you guys about a lot of these. I just kind of want to stick them in one, like, place so that if you guys want to find them or know what I use as uh, resources, I guess, uh, they're all in one place. So, the first one, which you guys all know I've already gone over, um, well, the first category I'll go over is basically, like, relationship with God, pursuit of God, uh, books, life guidance, wisdom, just basically how to do life with God first kind of thing. So just really good books that I have, I think I've really benefited from. Um, The first one, obviously, you guys probably remember I did a series on it, Live by Sadie Robertson. This book was um, mostly aimed towards girls, but I kind of made it available for either gender in my series although I did not finish the entire book on my series um but basically Sadie just puts things into a very I think it's a very clean and simple perspective showing us that life can if we change our perspective it doesn't have to be as complicated as everything and we everything makes it basically um so I think I really enjoyed her book it was really lighthearted upbeat, uh, and at the same time really informational and encouraging, so if you're interested in that, I would definitely recommend that book. Um, the next book is Crazy Love by Francis Chan. I've talked about this one as well. Um, Francis Chan, something happened to him. I don't know what it was. I think he changed what he believes now, but, um, all these books kind of are really just take it with a grain of salt, which means you read the book and you don't have to agree with every single thing that it says. You don't have to believe in every single thing it says. You just read it and see if God works through it, basically. And for me, I think Crazy Love was something that God did work through despite whatever's happening with Francis Chan. I have no idea. Um, I tried to look it up, but I really didn't know what to look up or what what I was even looking for. So, I did put some effort into it. I just couldn't find anything. So, I'm not going to get into that. I'm just saying that I really enjoyed Crazy Love and I think it was a good way to see that we are really indebted to God and that our lives should fully glorify Him and that lukewarm Christians are not something that God is pleased with. So, uh, as much as I, I can't really remember that much from it because I've read a couple of books since then. I really should go over it again, but I should really reread all of the books I have, so I know that I really liked it, can't exactly recall everything he wrote in there, I just know it was really good. So if you'd like to read that as well. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be leaving- I don't think I'm going to be leaving any links here or anywhere, maybe on my website I'll make a link thing. but really honestly, I'm just giving you the titles and you have fingers probably. And so you can look it up yourself. Um, okay. The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. If you guys don't know who A.W. Tozer is, honestly, he's kind of like a legend. (laughs) He's like this pastor from somewhere. I'm not very educated regarding like where all these pastors and people are from, but I know that he writes books that are really deep. Like, you know how when you read Romans, at least this is for me, when you read Romans you kind of can't comprehend it very well unless you read it, like, three times in the same sentence because Paul always adds, like, prepositions and more commas and phrases to each sentence. By the time you get to the end of the sentence, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. That is kind of how The Pursuit of God is, but I'm not saying that in a bad way. The Pursuit of God is just, that's the book, it's called The Pursuit of God. It's a really good book. I'm, I'm going to say that about all of these books, but The Pursuit of God is really, at least as far as I can remember because I read it a few years ago and I was really spiritually young when I read it. It was really deep and very hard for my young brain to comprehend. I haven't read it again since, but I don't think it would have changed that much, so I would assume that it's still kind of a very, I guess, heavy read just talking about probably about the same thing that we're really indebted to God and stuff. But anyway, if you want to check that out, it's a good one as well. Um, I feel like I'm not doing these books justice with this right now. I feel like I am not being able to describe these well enough. Um, but I'm not doing, like, book reports for it. I'm just telling you guys what I've read and what I've liked. So, there you go. If you want to look into it yourself, go ahead. So, the next uh, category of books... I don't own that many books and I haven't read that many books because... Well, non-fictional books. If you guys want to hear about fictional, you got to wait for the rest of the... Once I get past this, then I'll do the fictionals. <laughs> and I'm actually very excited about the fictional ones. Um, but the next category of books that I have are all about relationships, uh, like, wisdom and preparation for, basically, marriage relationships, uh, and dating relationships and everything in between and beforehand. Um, and I think these have really benefited me, although I've haven't ever been in a relationship in the past that was serious. I think preparing myself for it is wise, I guess. Um, and so I really want to share these with you guys because all my life, I'm going to be completely honest here, I was always very much looking forward to the time when I finally had that best friend and really, like, person to do life with I've always been super excited about that time in life and like honestly really looking forward to it Um, and sometimes when you're looking forward to something you can rush it uh, or make mistakes and end up really going somewhere you didn't want to be or where it was like honestly what's the word just harming to it which you guys have heard about my story beforehand and that's what happened uh definitely God used that and worked through that but I have read several books that have given wisdom guidance what to do in the waiting season what you need to be working on before you meet that person um and then I have a couple books about how to find the person, what you're looking for in the person, um, and also actual marriage books. I'm not married, but I'm reading a book about marriage and it is so packed full of wisdom and guidance and preparation. And it's just really good. So I'm gonna share this with you. So the first one is called Passion and Purity by Elizabeth Elliot. I think I've mentioned this before. My youth pastor actually gave this one to me. He said, it's actually for, it's written by a woman. It is kind of more written for women. But my youth pastor read it, and as far as I remember, he said that it was really good, and that it benefited him as well, even though it was more towards women. So, it's really just about waiting, having patience in, uh, really, in a relationship that God is leading, um, and just how to remain pure and basically just how to handle it all and it's her story about her love story and to be honest, her love story sounded just so hard on it. <laughs> it was just hard. They had to wait like seven years or something before they could get married. It was like, anyway, but that was such a good book, such a good th- book. Like I would just want everyone to read that. Um, and then preparing to be a helpmate by Debbie Pearl. I read that one twice already. Um, if you guys don't get what that means, basically when God made Adam, he said that he would create for him a help meet. So Debbie Pearl and Michael Pearl, they're a couple and they have no greater joy ministries is what their ministry is called. And they have resources for both girls and guys regarding marriage and preparing for marriage. Um, and how to basically find a person that is godly. And you think, Word like God leads you to them <laughs> okay, I'm really having a hard time speaking right now. Um so I've read In Search Oh no no. I've read Preparing to Be a Help Meet and I'm currently reading Created to be his help Me, which is actually for post marriage, but I don't really care because <laughs> it still is chock full of wisdom and I'm really what's it called? I guess grateful for that. I'm one to really value books that have a lot of guidance in them. So it's really, it's really great. Um, But those two are both by Debbie Pearl and they're both for women because we're the helpmeet. meet. But for guys, Michael Pearl wrote two books as well, uh, created To Need a Help Meet, A Marriage Guide for Men, and In Search of a helpmeet. Meet. Um, and if you're a guy or a girl, I definitely recommend you guys to read whichever one applies to you, um, or the two, the marriage and the before. So, those are really, really good. (sighs) Very beneficial. Okay. Um, and one more. I don't know if they have a girl's, a a men's version in this one, but Before You Meet Prince Charming by Sarah Malley. I read that one since I was, like, 13 years old. Um, it's basically preparation... For before you meet, obviously, you're Prince Charming, and for what to do in the waiting season, how to guard your heart and mind before you have a commitment to somebody, basically. Um, it's just kind of all about guarding your heart when you're not ready and how to prepare and what you should be doing while you're waiting rather than just waiting around. You should probably be growing uh, Closer to Lord and all that stuff. I talked about it in a different episode of mine. I can't recall which one it was though. All right. And the last two books on non-fictional, actually one of them is fictional, um, is Cost obviously by Russ Miller. I did a little series on that one as well. Uh, science about creation science, how it really is important and affects the faith of people and how, yeah, all that. You guys probably already know what I'm talking about. Um, and The Pilgrim's Progress, which is one of my very favorite books, If favorite is a word, by John Bunyan. It is a fictional story, but it is basically an allegory, uh, based on the life of a Christian and everything that a Christian would go through, um, in a story kind of version, and it's really great. So. Now that we're done with all the non-fictional, let's move on to the fun stuff, which is my recommendations for you guys, uh, regarding fictional stories It's entertainment. Um, to be completely honest with you guys, a lot of these are going to be like, um, sci-fi, suspense, no, not sci-fi, well, maybe a little bit, sci-fi, suspense, uh, Mystery, action, because that's my favorite kind of books. That's what I enjoy the best. So, a couple of them are also going to be... What's it called? Uh, historical fiction. Which is one of my least favorite um, genres. But, I've read some good books there, so we'll get to that. So, the first one uh, is Kira by Kate Willis, the book Kira by Kate Willis. It's a story about a girl in basically a dystopia in the future where Christians are being persecuted, but it is a really good story and it kind of ties in with her brother, Kate Willis's brother's story. His name is Noah Willis and he wrote Crossroads, which is also about persecution of the Christians and about a Undercover Christian, like group of people who protect the Christians. It's an action book. Uh, Kira, I I don't think Kira is an action book. Crossroads is, but I definitely recommend both Kira by Kate Willis, Crossroads by noah Willis. Both in a dystopia. Um, both Christian books, really great. The next one, The Griffin Heist and Chasing the White Lion. Those are two books. By James R. Hannibal. Hopefully I'll say all these names right. Uh, the Griffin Heist and Chasing the White Line. These are probably ultimately my very favoriteist again, favoriteist books in the whole wide world. Uh, James R. Hannibal is so, so skilled. I do not know how he writes the way he does. I could never, like sometimes he writes so good that I don't even know what's going on in the book. So, um, yeah. It's action. I think it's suspense maybe mystery I don't know it's the same genres I just explained to you guys it's basically about a group of bunch of weird people um, there's like a CIA agent <laughs> you know I'm gonna have to cut that out whether you walked slow or not There's like a CIA agent, a, like a, a thief, a grifter, a former assassin, a muscle man, can't even remember. Oh, uh, a hacker. Basically there's this like group of crazy people and they're taking down crime bosses in the name of the Lord. And it's quite, it's quite a blast honestly it's really great those are definitely one of my biggest recommendations okay the next one seconds to live I read this one one time I think it I don't know if it is really Christian I know it was mostly clean besides some actions like violence in there because it was another suspense oh it's called romantic suspense because this one had a love story in it it's kind of cute yeah so but it was very cliche. <laughs> but no, Seconds to Live, another one of about uh, some kind of agents tracking down crime crime people. Um, by Susan Sleeman. And then the next one is Questions of War Trilogy by Jessica Wheaton. These are three books about I believe each one is about three different people, um, during like World War Two. Uh I don't like historical fiction, but I do remember that these books were good and so if you do like historical fiction or reading about World War Two or those kind of things, you can look into that. Um, the next one is Burden of Proof. I don't think this was most Christian based at all, um, but it was still a good read. Uh, it was Burden of Proof by Davis Bunn. It's about time travel and it's not like that cliche time travel kind of thing. Um, the Basically, the main character of the book is sent back to his youth to fix a mistake he regretted uh, at the, yeah. So, it was, it was definitely an interesting read. The next one is Nine by, I don't know if it's Rachel or Rochelle. Rachel it's R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E. It's, it's a pretty way to spell it, but I don't know how to read it. I think I'm going to go with Rachel Decker. Rachel Decker. Nine. It's about a, um, like, what's it called? It's a girl, but she was, her DNA was altered to be a soldier from birth. Um, and so she's not necessarily a girl anymore. But then somebody basically wipes her memories so that she can be a regular girl rather than a violent soldier. Um, and the entire book is kind of about them trying to rescue her from herself and her past. And it was really interesting. I really enjoyed that one. The next one is Synapse. I think I'm saying that right. Synapse. My, my sister said, it said synapse. But I'm pretty sure it's synapse. S-Y-N-A-P-S-E. You guys decide yourself. By Stephen James. It's about an AI robot. Again, I already told you that this was all going to be, like, the same genre. Uh, an AI robot who is to, a basically, it's a futuristic book about people who basically buy robots for themselves just to be helpers, friends, like, servants. Whatever they need, basically. Um, but this one was an AI and... He was basically searching to see if he was able to be saved as an AI, which is really weird. Like, I don't think that an AI could be saved because it doesn't have a soul. But then, I've never talked to an AI and I don't even... So, it's a really interesting book to read in order to just think about it. I don't think that an AI could be saved. But, it's a really interesting book in the end they have to save an entire corporation or something and there's some action and shooting in there so if you guys like that um and then I have to recommend these two books because my own sister wrote them Do Drops and Butterflies and Playgrounds and Black Markers by Libby May two separate books Do Drops and Butterflies is about a foster girl um and I think the ages are like 10, 10 through 15 or something on that one. And then Playgrounds and Black Markers are somewhere 15 to 20. that's that one's about uh, a guy with problems. <laughs> I've been, I've kind of been with her the entire time she was writing these books. So that's just the best way I could describe them. I read both of them. Um, and they're definitely very deep. So, if you guys are interested in that, that's My Own Sister's Books by Libby May. Um, and guess what? The third one is currently in writing. I think I'm allowed to tell you that because she already has the cover reveal scheduled on her Instagram and everything. If you guys want to go check that out, her Instagram is... What is her Instagram? Elizabeth May 117 I think that's her Instagram. <laughs> But anyway, she's currently in the writing of the third book, and I'm actually kind of excited about this. Alright, to get to you, Joanne, I think it's Biscoff, like the Biscoff cookies from Costco. B-I-C, nope, can't spell, B-I-S-C-H-O-F, maybe it's Bischoff, Bischoff, Joanne Bischoff. To get to you, this book, I wanted to read it for so long, my sister got it from the library at one point and I really wanted to read it and she was like no you're too young and so by the time I turned I think I was 16 allowed to read it and so I finally read it and it was really cute and it's a romance obviously but to get to you and then another historical fiction oh that one to get to you is not like suspense or anything it's just like a literally a uh, romantic story between this one punk and this homeschool girl so it's yeah uh another historical fiction thingy like, huge series is Grandma's Attic. I know that sounds really boring, but honestly, Grand- Grandma's Attic by Arletta Richardson um, is a story about a girl that goes from, like, when she was, like, 5 to when she was, like, 25. So you don't have to read the entire series. What I would recommend for you guys is probably the last six books. Well, probably only girls would enjoy this series. Um, Just about her... Uh, moving out, becoming a teacher, and getting married. It's, the fun of the book is that she's always getting into trouble. She's always doing something outrageous, so that's why it's fun, because it's a funny series. So if you guys are into that, check it out. Another one, Heart of the Wilderness. This one is... Uh, can't recall if that one's romance or not, but that's by Janet Oak. My mom really liked that one. It was about a girl who was raised by her grandfather in the wilderness and she went to the city or something. I know I'm really good at this. Uh, Drums of Change, also by Janet Oak, about an Indian um, girl. I don't know if that was... Never mind. Okay. Drums of Change, it's really... I I like that book. It's kind of long though, kind of hard to get through <laughs> to be completely honest but I do like that one historical fiction as well and the last one I have for you guys is I am David by Anne Hong Hong h-o-l-m uh about a boy I think this is somewhere world war one or one maybe or world war two I'm bad with the world wars okay but I'm actually not good at history I do not like history but it's important so Have to do it anyway. Um, I'm David. He's basically... Oh. Nope. Can't recall. I think it was World War II because he was in a concentration camp and he escaped from the concentration camp and it was basically the story of him finding his way home to his mom. So, that was always my favorite even when I was younger in like 6th grade. So, that was a really good one. Okay, you guys. That's the end of my recommendations. I know I'm really good at selling these books to you. So... (laughs) Uh, oh, two books. I wanted to talk about this, too. Two books that I'm planning to get and might end up sharing with you as well are Outdated by J.P. Pekluda. I think that's how you say his name. J.P. Pekluda. Outdated. It's another one about relationships. I'm really excited to read it, but I have to get through the ones I'm reading right now. So I'm trying to finish. Um, J.P. Pekluda. Oh, by the way, J.P. Pekluda is the host of one of my favorite podcasts called Becoming Something. It's basically about becoming an adult. It's te- technically, it's supposed to be for adults, but a lot of the things that they talk about apply to me and I think are beneficial for me to listen to. So I listen to them anyway. Um, J.P. Pakluda trying to get to the top here yeah becoming something so if you're looking for a uh, podcast recommendation there you go let's see jonathan pakluda yep there's two other co-hosts there too yeah it says help you navigate life in your 20s and 30s i'm only 17 but i actually really like this podcast so i'm gonna listen to it anyway okay uh yes i just showed them attitude Okay. Last thing. Last book I want to read. I feel like this podcast episode is, like, so boring. (laughs) I'm so monotone right now. Last book is by Girl Defined Ministries, another podcast that's really good called Girl Defined uh, by Kristen and Bethany. Um, I've already talked about this before, but I want to get their book Love Defined Was Is another book about relationships because guess what I really like those kind of books so that's pretty much everything I have for you right now I'm sure there's been like a ton of different books I've read because I've read so many books like there's all kinds of books from the library that I've read and enjoyed but a lot of them are secular and there's things in them that I don't want to recommend to you guys Um, and I can't remember them right now so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it might have been just a little bit dry, a little bit boring. But sometimes you just gotta be that way, right? So, (laughs) um, I'm hoping next week I will be having a special guest on my uh, podcast. Don't know if it'll be next week. Possibly the following week, my friend and I want to do an episode. um, But we can't decide what episode that her and I could talk about so we have to figure out what subject we can talk about and then we'll see if we do that so next week Wednesday is always 12 p.m except for the Wednesdays that I can't upload an episode (laughs) uh hope you guys look into some of these books there if you're not gonna look into any of the books or you don't want to look into any of them I would just recommend, oh man, these are all so good, it's hard to choose one. The Pilgrim's Progress, John Bunyan, and then the Griffin Heist and Chasing the White Lion by James R. Hannibal, if you like action. Um, and then for relationships, the Debbie and Michael Pearl books, okay? So, there you go. You guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening to this not very exciting episode. Um... Hope you had maybe a little bit of fun and hope you guys have an even better time reading all these books. Alright, see you guys next next week, yeah? <laughs> Alright guys, Love differently, peace out.